I'm your host, Mika, and you are listening to Practical Alignment. Hi! How's it going, everyone? Welcome back if you are a returning listener. I see you. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome to the podcast. My name is Mika and I am an energy practitioner and I use this podcast to share tips and tools that help me navigate this lifetime through a spiritual and practical viewpoint. In the past year, I've focused a lot of my spiritual practice on discerning authentic and inauthentic energies in my space. And it has really changed my game. (laughs) There's three main sources that have truly allowed me to deepen this work. And these sources are Kenneth Hover, Mariam Hasna, and John Freelander and Gloria Hampshire, specifically from their book, Psychic Psychology. And additionally, I made a YouTube video, which you can also check out in the show notes about authentic and inauthentic energies that I think would be a really great reference point and a good addition to listening to this podcast episode. To summarize it or to break it down really quickly in the most basic way, authentic energies are uniquely and divinely yours, and inauthentic energies are any energies that don't belong to you. Inauthentic energies can come from anywhere that's not you. So it could be your mom's energy, your dad's energy, your cousin Louie's energy, the crazy lady on the street's energy, and even your ex's energy. It can come from the media, the collective, you name it. And sometimes we operate from and run inauthentic energies instead of our own. And when we do that, we stray away from our own natural path. Our authentic energies are the perfect frequency for us, just for you, and that medicine is what we need in order to live in our naturalness. To explain a little bit further, I'm going to use myself as an example, and so if you know me, you will probably understand that I am very deeply led by my heart in the sense that I follow my heart to what lights me up. And it's really important for me to have an interest and even a passion for my career. And I do value money and what it provides. And at the same time, I've also had the privilege, and I really do believe that this is a privilege, of being really choosy about how I choose to generate my wealth. Looking back at my history of jobs, I've primarily followed the path of working in a metaphysical, spiritual, or energy-based environment. Since college, I've worked in two separate crystal shops. I created a business around making crystal and gemstone jewelry and sprays. I have become a Qigong instructor and I do energy work. I'm an energy practitioner and I work with clients one-on-one both in my own space and I also do that work at a local wellness center. I'm obviously super invested in the healing arts. It's an honor, you know, to do this work and I really love it also because it lights me up in a good way. And currently, this path is very authentic to me. However, This route definitely doesn't make sense to a lot of people in my life, and I will tell you why. So I come from a line of medical professionals. There are a lot of doctors in my family. 
a big, huge, actually, influence from my family and my childhood was Catholicism, which can be pretty conflicting with my own spirituality now. And I hate to drop this stereotype, but I am also Asian. So there has been a lot of deep cultural influence on education and finding a quote-unquote respectable career. It's pretty clear to see how effortless it would be for me to be heavily influenced by these energies that are inauthentic to my own naturalness. And I bet the examples that I shared, perhaps a lot of my listeners can relate to it too, because this path is quite unconventional following (laughs) this in comparison to maybe how some of us were raised, right? Of course, unless you were already raised with spiritual, metaphysical, healing arts in your environment. Um... But what I'm trying to say is that if I listen to the inauthentic energies more than I listen to myself, you probably wouldn't be listening to me right now. And I would probably currently be sitting at a desk job silently weeping in my cubicle. (laughs) No shade to any of those jobs too, but it just ain't for me, you know, and I know that. And believe me, there has been that pressure and that feeling of wanting to conform to other people's expectations and giving in to those inauthentic energies because of the fact that it made sense to other people and part of me wanted to accommodate other people's dreams for me. But living in that energy It just doesn't make sense and it's not my medicine. Nor is it yours if you feel like you're rejecting yourself in order to please other people. There's many influences that want to purposefully divert us from ourselves in order to achieve some sort of agenda. But it's also possible that those influences can also be unconscious. They don't always have to be malicious, but they can still be trying to manipulate you. So in the case about my career, for example, uh, when people have expressed their concern to me about following this path and maybe have tried to influence me to look up other careers or getting a desk job, etc., I can tell that they think that in me doing that, they can protect me or keep me safe if I stick to the more traditional route, right? They have my best intentions at heart, But even then, their influence isn't something that I ask for. Even when people have the best intentions in mind, it's still not your job to carry out other people's dreams and run their energy. Sometimes inauthentic energies can simply be picked up from things like commercials too, when they're trying to sell you um, something and tell you that you need to buy a certain product. Like, do you ever come back from Whole Foods? (laughs) After seeing all these advertisements and ask yourself, why the hell did I just buy this ashwagandha latte? Because that happened to me and uh, spoiler alert, it tasted like shit. We can also pick up inauthentic energies if our chakras are too open or if we have tears or leaks in our auric fields. If you're a highly sensitive person or if you're an empath, then you probably know what it's like to pick up other people's energy and carry it in your space. So this can look like getting stressed out from other people's stress, carrying other people's burdens, carrying their sadness, things like this. Um, Sometimes we be feeling feelings that aren't even ours fully. In this case, I don't think that people are 
usually trying to intentionally influence us with their energy, but rather I think that we're being too porous. In some cases, maybe we're the ones that have an agenda that we're also subconsciously trying to achieve. So, for example, in the case of people-pleasing, when we people-please, we're trying to control other people's perception of us. And when we chronically put other people's needs before our own, or if we change ourselves to fit into someone else's mold, then we're rejecting our authentic energies. And instead, we're running inauthentic energies. My life and my capacity to do energy work with myself and others has been deeply improved after learning about authentic and inauthentic energies. And that's why I believe that discernment is one of the best tools that you can have in order to strengthen and maintain your own unique, beautiful power. There are very simple things that you can do to practice discerning your energy. And so I'm going to share a few. In order to know what's not yours, it's very helpful to know what is yours. So I personally spent a lot of time in silence, just familiarizing myself with my own energy. And in my meditations, I would tune into myself a lot more. And I would just start by asking myself simple questions. What color does my energy look like? And then I would see a color or get an intuitive message. What does my energy feel like? What senses get activated when I tune into myself? Does it have a texture? Does it have a smell? Little things like this. And then I would just keep checking in and keep tuning in and taking the time to stay curious and to just pay attention to myself a little bit more. The book Psychic Psychology also lays out some of these tuning in processes as well. And so the next thing that I suggest is that whenever you tune into a particular feeling, can you start to ask yourself, what percentage of this is authentically mine? And then feel into your intuition to give you that percentage. This is called using gauges, and these gauges help you assess your energy, essentially. The percentages that you get from these gauges isn't always going to be 100% accurate, as we do all have blind spots. Um, but I think getting familiar with these processes is still a super handy tool to have. And so again, just keep practicing. Keep asking yourself, what percentage of this is authentically mine? And then next, work on clearing whatever percentage of inauthentic energy you intuited from your space. I share a couple of tools that are helpful for me for clearing energy on my YouTube video, which again, you can check out in the show notes. Now that I think about it too, I also have a video for Qigong that is specifically for clearing energy for empaths and aligning with your authenticity, which I actually forgot that I posted. So yeah, that would probably come in handy <laughs> for clearing your energy. I would definitely check that out. After clearing an authentic energy from your space, it's a really good time to start calling back your authentic energies to fill up all the spaces that the inauthentic energies once resided in. Our energy can be spread out in so many different ways and it can prevent us from being able to operate in our power. So for example, if you're overplaying certain situations in your head from the past or straining yourself trying to control your future, your energy isn't fully present and when you don't have all of your energy with you, 
then you're operating at a lower caliber. Something that I think is super important to mention is that sometimes we're the ones enforcing our energy into other people's fields. And I know that I'm definitely guilty of this from time to time, and I can especially feel that I'm doing it whenever I'm nagging others. I want to share a quote from the book Psychic Psychology, and it says, Pivotal to authenticity is the understanding that it is a violation to coerce another person with your energy, no matter how justified your wishes are. Your energy, no matter how good, no matter how well intended, cannot work in another person's space. It is the wrong fuel, an inauthentic source for their power, and inevitably eventually causes disruption of their own natural impulses. I've heard the term unhelpful helping, which I think perfectly describes this. And I think we're all guilty of it, you know? I actually have a super funny story about my mom that perfectly encompasses this lesson. So hi mom, if you're listening, I'm so sorry to share this. I don't think she's going to listen. Okay, so sometimes my mom has this tendency to immediately jump into rescue mode or start trying to help if she even thinks that something is wrong. She has a huge heart and it's all very well intended, but sometimes it's not exactly what's needed. And so the other day I was sleeping on my brother's couch because we were all hanging out for the holidays and I was half asleep. So I was peeking um, through my lashes and I could see that my mom had walked into the living room and she came over to me and grabbed a blanket. And I was kind of looking at her through my eyes half closed, but she didn't notice me, but I could see her and she was peering above me, smiling with so much love and tenderness in her eyes while she watched me sleep and she grabbed a blanket and she placed it down on me and immediately this blanket overheated me. Like three seconds after she put it on, I got so sweaty and like, it was like a hot flash. So I flung it off of me and I was super disturbed. And she was like, what? I thought you looked cold. And I was like, no, I was at the absolutely perfect temperature. Like I was very peaceful. And so it was just so funny because I could see and feel the love and affection radiating from her right before she smothered me. But it was exactly what I didn't need, right? So how many times have we been my mom? Disturbing other people's peace with our energy because we think we're helping. And then we get shook that the other person isn't receiving what we're trying to force on them with gratitude. And this can show up in so many different ways, but I'm so sure that you can understand the vibe. Another way that we can leak out our energy is when we evil eye other people and we ruminate and let our energy fester on feelings like anger and hatred or annoyance and control. And this can show up like daggers in other people's fields. And the same can happen when other people do it to us. And so the best thing karmically and also just for energetic hygiene, the best thing we can do is to call our energy back. I keep quoting this book, but it's so juicy. And so in Psychic Psychology, it says that calling your energy back is a way of honoring other people's boundaries. 
And so as I do this, I also like to ask my guides and my team to help me purify and cleanse my energy before I invite it back into my space. And so I like to envision pouring my energy back into my field, sealing all the cracks, tears, leaks, or holes that I have in my space. And I fill up any empty spaces that used to hold other people's energy back up with myself. And as I do this, I work on solidifying my energetic field. And the more that I do this, the more familiar I get with what it feels like to be me. And so I hope you can do the same. Hopefully all of this wasn't information overload. And I do also hope that I did this topic justice. And as for anything that I shared, I hope that you can take away whatever resonates with you and that you can gently toss aside anything that doesn't. As I said before, I wanted to share this topic because learning about it has been so helpful for me and it's been a great addition to the energy work that I'm already doing. And I truly feel like working with these tools is something that could literally benefit every single person on earth. My schedule is up and available on my website if you're called to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And all of that information is also listed in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. May you be blessed and may you also recognize and feel the beauty of your own beautiful, unique energy. Thank you and I will see you next time. Bye!